0: It's more than just your output, more than a bike, when you hear your shout out, you know it's alright, put on your magic pants, and let's go, we're cruising into the power zone, clip in, set yourself free, come on and take a ride.
1: Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 22. This is Crystal O'Keefe.
0: And this is Tom O'Keefe. Well, hi there. Fancy meeting you here
1: At the podcast table
0: That is correct <laughs> What a clever name we've christened it with
1: <laughs> I know <laughs> It's fancy I don't know this is where you say something funny
0: Oh that's a lot of pressure This is where I wait for my computer to wake up so I can see on my show notes
1: Oh well just jump into your shameless plugs
0: Shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on iTunes where you can go there Rate, review, subscribe Have you left a review? You should You absolutely should You absolutely should We do have a review Lot. I could share with you if you'd like I
1: would love to hear it
0: Yes here is uh, Here's a new review for you It says uh, Not a podcast fan normally Ooh. Which makes sense Because there's nothing normal About how we do our podcasts That's true So it's from um, Mel629 It's Mel It's Mel Mel uh, and Jen Yeah I love her diner
1: No, you know who that is, right? Okay. I'm teasing. (laughs) She's going to think you don't know. No, I know. Uh,
0: She says, You guys have me hooked. And she wrote all this before she was on the show. I know. That's so
1: cool. Uh,
0: I don't know what took me so long to give it a listen, uh, but I am loving every episode so far. You guys are funny, informative, and make it very comfortable and easy to listen. Can't wait to be on a future episode
1: Well you made that happen She's psychical (laughs) Awesome What a fun review Thank you Mel And thank you for being on the show Yes
0: so uh, It's nice to see those And it also keeps us uh, On iTunes Radar So maybe one day They'll feature us In their fitness section They have a health and fitness section They
1: do yeah That'd be cool So that
0: would That would be nice Especially as Peloton Gets more popular It would only make sense That they would talk about A Peloton podcast It would Fingers crossed Yes so what is coming up on the show this week, Crystal?
1: Well, we have a very, very special guest Special in that it's a little outside of the Peloton realm do tell Well, you might remember that when Matt Wilpers posted all of his information about marathons He also had some nutritional tips Those were from Claire Shorenstein, who is going to be on our show this week
0: A nutritionist (laughs) Oh dear (laughs) I'm about to get yelled at (laughs) I can sense (laughs) My stomach feels like the When my mom used to come home After I set the living room rug on fire (laughs) You hear that garage door open
1: How many times did you set the living room rug on fire
0: Let's not focus on that part (laughs) Let's focus on The way your stomach feels When you hear the garage door opening
1: Did you just call Claire Shorenstein your mom
0: Well I think I might get yelled at Like I (laughs) Can we lie about how I eat to her So she doesn't know
1: uh, I might be a little late for that. Oh, no. <laughs> uh. I've been meeting with her, and I've been talking about. I've, I've been Clandest- meeting with her clandestine, as,
0: clandestine meetings. No,
1: no, I was meeting with her as my nutritionist, and and so then we talked about like the household in general because you know we were talking about family meals and and such, and so it might have come up that we uh, we eat a little little strangely in this house. So we? Hmm, everybody. But you are the weirdest (laughs) So we have that So Claire will be on I'm so excited for this conversation Um, And then we have All kinds of news Another little tech update And of course A wonderful recipe And I think that's it
0: You would hope That a nutritionist would provide us with a recipe She nailed it I have a feeling I'm going to go on a limb and say Not something that I want to eat uh,
1: I, I mean I feel like Unless it's Chris Merrill's donuts they're, <laughs> it's, it's just <laughs> You're not going to eat them Because they have fruits and vegetables That seems like a safe bet Well then I guess let's begin Alrighty It's time for News of the Paladin So first things first Tom LaBelle contacted me And he gave me a lovely HR Tribe update Do tell Okay Well he said um, So we all know That Peloton Announced that Jennifer Jacobs And Christine Diercole Will be coaching Heart rate training classes um, And then starting In November So the main reason That they kind of Change that up A little bit Is Christine Has world's competition In October So Christine insists That there will be Challenges and videos Coming very very soon For heart rate training So I know The heart rate tribe Has been very excited For that to happen So that's awesome And Jennifer Jacobs is excited She says that she enjoys the heart rate training method And she will probably mention the heart rate zone on climbs and metric rides moving forward So that's awesome And Tom is going to see if maybe Jennifer will post some challenges out there as well So hopefully that will happen And just kind of as a side note I'm not exactly sure where all it's been posted But I know Jennifer Jacobs did just post Her hit training program so Look for that there was a whole facebook live Tells you all about it
0: awesome i know people Were really worried about the future of Heart rate training yes sounds like
1: it's Really stabilizing now yes i'm Glad to hear it
0: you want your heart rate stable
1: (laughs) You do you do so
0: i've been told (laughs) By a nutritionist no Less So yes We have shirts we do We do have shirts So uh, People have asked From time to time How they could Display the clip out On their personage
1: <laughs> I don't think Anybody ever Worded it like that Well
0: You're not as creative As I am yeah. But I'm Trying to make you All sound cooler Or nerdier I think nerdier They're the same thing to me Right So uh uh, so we have shirts If you would like to purchase them So if you go to our Facebook page com slash the clip out There are instructions You can message Crystal We're doing a limited batch Like it's not just an, a store Where you can go And always order shirts So, right. uh, so it's going to be At least for the time being Kind of just We'll do an order When we have enough And so we have enough We're getting ready to 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 close out So And place an order So if you would like To purchase a shirt yep. You can do that At facebook.com Slash the clip out And how much Are they going to be
1: The t-shirts so You can get two styles so You get a t-shirt Or you can get a tank top The t-shirts are going to be uh, 19 And the tanks are going to be 21 And then you can also get your leaderboard name On the back if you would like it Um, And then uh, basically I just need The instructions are all out there Like Tom said But you can also just message me Or message the show directly um, If you are interested in that I will need some information And some money Well yeah (laughs) that that is true too but um so it's a, so this episode should be posted on september 22nd and then i'll probably leave it open until maybe the 25th or 26th and then we'll go from there
0: awesome yay so we have uh, an instructor who will be out and about
1: Yeah, Christine is going to be out and about this weekend uh, I, I'm sorry, I said this weekend It's actually September 30th um, She's going to be at the Natick Mall uh, from 1 to 4 So anybody in the area, if you're going to be traveling there You live there, etc. You can drop Where by Where is that? Um, it is somewhere near New York That's all I know
0: Boo Oh, boo. boo that
1: we can't go Well,
0: boo that it's like Well, the New York people get to see him all the time
1: Yeah, and I think this is like um, like northern New York I don't think it's like New York City I
0: believe they call that Upstate
1: I believe they do, but I wasn't sure like where that dividing line was. You know, like sure. in St. Louis we're like North County. Right. And so like there's a very specific dividing line yeah. and if you're not from here any you know, you can't say North County and not be over a certain
0: Right. So. Westport Plaza.
1: Right. Is, uh, That's the dividing line. Right.
0: If so if uh <laughs> if there's a charity event at Westport Plaza, it's in West County. If right. there's a crime at Westport Plaza, North it's, County. A, it's in North County. <laughs> That's how that works. That's a little local color for you.
1: <laughs> so I didn't want to misspeak. Sure. Sure. But also speaking of Christine, uh, there is a new article in the Peloton blog, the output, and it talks all about the strength that she has found from racing again. It's a very cool little article, and I'm going to make sure that we have a post on on the Facebook page. So Facebook.com/slash the clip out.
0: As well, you should. This <laughs> <laughs> is very cool. So uh, one of the groups competed in a half marathon.
1: Yeah, well, actually, a half Sorry, Iron Man,
0: half Iron Man. Sorry, that's yeah. a lot more impressive. Yeah. As I was saying those words, as they were coming out of my mouth, I was like, "Well, I mean, I couldn't do it, but the half mar- thats not a big deal."
1: No, it's <laughs> a half marathon or half Iron Man. Now you have me saying it, and it wasn't just like a group; like this was just a group of people. So this was across. This was like from the original Peloton community. This was not one of the subgroups that did this. So um, there were people from. From every group Gotcha um, That went together So uh, it was several people I know that I missed some names Because I looked up All the people that I could find And I know I'm missing some people So I I just want to recognize that But there This was such an awesome accomplishment They did 70.3 miles So if you break that down It's a 1.2 mile swim Then a 56 mile bike ride Then a 13.1 mile Run Yikes All in one day It started at like Dawn like that's crazy
0: Yeah I've been thinking as if, I, if I go to like The bank And the grocery store On the same day I'm winded <laughs> Like ooh, I need a nap
1: It was It was awesome I, I was so proud Of the whole group uh, People that I know Were included Were Tracy Paulson Ben Shermer Jackie Mendelson, Candice Ryan Erica Grizzard Chris Gallant And Chrissy Badman And like I said I know I'm missing people And it was funny uh, I saw that uh, Paige And Nancy Were there They weren't comp- Competing, uh, they but they were there for moral support in Atlantic City, which was really cool that they drove down there. Oh, so, that's nice of them. Yeah, it was awesome. So, congrats to you guys! Awesome job. So, yeah, creepy guy. So, the other day, somebody posts that like this guy started following them. And he looks weird And I'm like How do you know That it's weird on Peloton Well it's weird Because apparently He had like Five or six rides And they were all like A minute or two long Like he didn't do anything And then whenever She went to go see How many people he followed It was like over Two thousand people He had just gone Down the list In Peloton And just followed Everybody (laughs) And so a couple of people reported him I don't know how many Ended up doing it And I checked today I don't see that he is still there Was he following you? He was Like it was like 2,500 people What did he
0: look like That made him look Look odd There
1: was no picture It was a picture It was like a It was like a Glowing like Hand holding up A peace sign It was It was very strange it wasn't
0: like I don't like guys With handlebar mustaches. No Yeah
1: He was only creepy Because he didn't Really appear to be Taking true rides And yet he was Going through And following Everybody And so Some people Hypothesize that Perhaps it was a child Just not knowing What they were doing but But it was kind of like Well that seems awfully Innocent given that Then then why the picture That's not of anyone And that's 2500 and, and there's no Ride history That's a
0: commitment
1: Yeah So yeah. can you follow People on the app Or only on the bike You can follow people uh I think you can Follow any rider So like if you know Their rider name You can look them up I don't know how You would I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you just go through and get a list of people. I don't know how he did that. Like, maybe he was on a ride and... Well, uh, I guess one way you could do it go to your ride history. And anybody that was in that ride, you could follow. Because you can see all of their, you know, their names. But can
0: you follow people if you're an app rider?
1: I think you can.
0: I was just trying to figure out, like... I don't
1: know. I, I have no idea.
0: I was just trying to figure out, like, if if you can't follow people as an app rider, then, like, he, he would have to own a bike. Like, that's a big... Commitment. Or be
1: using someone else's bike and and set, started a new profile.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess you'd be at, the, uh, at a Weston.
1: Yeah, but or, still. And, or he could just be on a friend's bike. You know how we had Kevin used our bike. Yeah, I mean, not that it
0: would take you forever to follow twenty five hundred people. It
1: would, but once you have a login, you can do that at home. You don't have to be on the bike to actually follow the people. Gotcha. So you because you can log into your account. That's why I'm not sure if app writers can do it or not. Yeah, but
0: and to what end?
1: Right, and and that's the thing. Like it was like it was creepy, but it was also like well. What can they do with that? And I, I don't it's, know But they can see What city you live in Sometimes If you have your location Listed and, Right And I guess They have your name And they know What you look like And it's just weird Because <laughs> you can't You can't block Somebody from following you That was That was really Kind of the end result That people were Just kind of like Huh This is weird We've never experienced That we didn't want Somebody to follow us Right But now that we have We might want to think About putting that feature in <laughs>
0: It's a good thing you, Your leaderboard name Is no longer Your social security number
1: <laughs> That was never a thing. <laughs> so, creepy guy, creepy guy gate. <laughs> creepy guy gate. <laughs>
0: he has moved on. Yes. For now. Right. Dun dun dun.
1: Exactly.
0: So uh, they're playing bingo on the bike Is this to get old people to ride the bike? Or?
1: No, no, it's a fun thing Over at the Power Zone Pack I tell you, that group is so much fun They're always thinking of fun things to do So this all started, I guess, because Matt Wilpers tends to I guess all all the instructors tend to say Some of the same things over and over again But Matt's sometimes are not Just things that are about instructing Or motivating, they're also just Like him telling stories or him um, Talking like one one of one of the bingo phrases happens to be "Hey Chris Merrill, isn't it two a.m. there?" because he rides so early in the right. morning, and um, so that's kind of become an ongoing joke. So, so somebody decided, "Hey, wouldn't it be fun to create a bingo game?" So, uh, so the whole Power Zone pack is playing a bingo game. You get these cards, and whoever finds all of his phrases the soonest wins. I believe it was a gift card to the boutique, a hundred dollar gift card, which oh, wow. is a really nice thing. Uh, so, Just
0: ponying up the cash for that. Well,
1: I think somebody. Got one and donated the card. Perhaps they did not have anything at the boutique for that person, or they just felt very generous. I have no idea because I don't know who donated it. But either way, it was incredibly generous. And so, how fun is that? If you're yeah, looking for a little bingo, go join the Power pack.
0: Yeah, that's a fun little distraction. Yeah. So uh, so Peloton has another gift for New York.
1: Yes, New York gets all the cool gifts. I know. <sighs> Yes they do you, So
0: they they're opening a showroom there Yes So it's not a studio Nope It's just a showroom
1: It's a standalone and showroom And it's like
0: in a really like ritzy part of New York right
1: I believe they refer to, refer to it as the Upper East Side I believe that's what everybody goes oh. Oh, I
0: think that's where, the, I think that's where the, Philip Drummond lived on Different Strokes
1: No clue I don't know But yes it's on Madison Avenue. Well, that's fancy. Between I think they said between 85th and 87th Street, 85th and 86th it was something like that. And uh, they they uh, it's a lease, so it's not like they actually bought it. I'm pretty sure that's standard in New York. Yeah, like, I, don't I think can't imagine
0: buys retail space in New York. So like Disney. Right.
1: Right, right, right. Yeah. And uh, rumor has it It was not confirmed But rumor has it That it was a 10-year deal So we will see But uh, how cool is that? And it was it, That particular area Is kind of known Like uh, I believe Like Lulaman And there's some other Fitnessy kind of Organizations Are based there So that's kind of like A little I, I hate to call it Like a fitness district Because yeah, I know in New York They actually take Their districts seriously They yeah, actually have Real districts It's a thing um, And so I don't mean To say that But there, but there is there's some up and coming Really cool Fitness things going yeah. on So they'll fit right in
0: And Philip Drummond Lived on Park Avenue Which is Upper East Side Nice So don't question me I
1: didn't question about you About
0: 80's era sitcoms
1: I, I didn't question You are arguing with yourself
0: Stop arguing with me <laughs> So but that's That's very telling That they wanted A 10 year lease
1: I think so And again That was rumor That is not confirmed Yeah Not confirmed very cool though. Absolutely. And also uh, Peloton had a little bit of, of news. Apparently John Foley was at Code Commerce, and I'm going to post the video at facebook.com slash the clip out. And you can see the entire video, but it, it was really cool. He had a whole thing that he visited and talked about Peloton, and it, that's more from the technical side. You know, I mean, that's obviously going to interest people that are more on the technical side, but I right. wouldn't call it technical news.
0: So, uh, so how much of his time did he talk about the clip out? <laughs> Zero. Oh, boo!
1: We're gonna let it go though.
0: We'll let you slide this time, Mr. Foley. <laughs> <laughs>
1: We're kidding <laughs> So
0: how'd the uh, Irma ride do?
1: It did really well Last week, Ali Love Last weekend, Ali Love did a Hurricane Irma ride And we raised just over $19,000 Which yeah. is not bad for 45 minutes
0: Yeah, totally And how did the Harvey ride do?
1: Oh, that was uh, We raised 42,000 Apparently a lot of people Had plans They did though I mean I yeah. like Because for example well, it, it, That whole Atlantic City thing All those guys Which are some of our Strongest right People that ride all the time That's what I mean by strongest Like would, they're
0: Would rack up the most miles Right
1: And, and they're Constantly writing, they they were all in Atlantic City. Just just that was a huge chunk of people, and and there were all kinds of people that were like, oh, I'm traveling, oh, I'm doing this, so they couldn't be on. So
0: and it's a female hurricane. Go ahead. So they earn seventy cents on the dollar to the male hurricanes. <laughs> Not saying it's right. <laughs> I'm just saying statistically
1: Well it was less than 70 cents oh. It was more like 50
0: cents
1: <laughs> We old. have so far to go Women hurricanes <laughs> Well I guess it
0: stands to reason With a name like Irma Like it's still the like 1940s
1: You've got ageism Sexism I know
0: I'm offending all sorts of people Yeah Irma There was a popular radio show Called Irma my, Was there? My friend Irma Was the name of a very popular radio show huh. It's best remembered today as they, turn, tried to, they turned it into a short-lived film franchise, My Friend Irma. And it's best known as the screen debut of an up-and-coming comic duo called Martin and Lewis. Wow. So, yes. Wow. There's a little movie nerd stuff for you. Slipped into my Real Spoilers podcast. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses... For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style If you want to support the show and pick up a pair Gooder is giving the Clip Out listeners free shipping on their first order Just go to gooder.com slash TCO That's G-O-O-D-R dot com And use code TCO to get free shipping
1: Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee And 100% satisfaction Find your pair at gooder.com slash TCO And use code TCO to get free shipping
2: <laughs> Time for the
0: clip out To talk about tech
1: So the leaderboard
0: I know there's been issues
1: There has Yeah the leaderboard logic We talked about in the last episode And so just to recap There's a ton of people who ride together And they were able to filter They were able to ride together on demand And they were able to see each other riding By changing their uh, location And they can no longer do that The new leaderboard logic that has gone into effect Actually it only lets you see people who have joined before you so if you join after somebody, even by a few seconds, you can't see them. So uh, there have been a lot of people asking about this, uh, and I've seen two official Peloton responses. One was from JV, and I posted it last week at Facebook.com slash the clip out. And basically, she said, we hear you and we're working on it. That is that is completely just my my rendition yes. of that. My synopsis. Cliff Notes version. Yes. She did not say it in those words And then there was another response That was posted on the JSS tribe um, And it looked like it was from The chief technological officer I cannot remember his name Scotty <laughs> And um, the CTO said that it Again, this is my version of this That it was done by accident And they are working on a fix He did not specify whether or not They were going to put it exactly back The way it had been or if they were going to change something else, my gut feeling, for what it's worth, is that they are going to try to put it back to the way it was, uh, because I don't think I don't think it was on purpose. It's just just the gist of what he said. It was like an
0: it was an unintended
1: consequence right. of another fix. They were planning some other things, and it just oops, you know. It was complete accident So hang in there guys I think they are They are Well no I don't think I know they are working on it And I know they hear you And they are taking you seriously So please hang in there
0: So uh, I noticed You sent me a link To a Kickstarter For a Peloton competitor Yeah You you can't tell Because it's a podcast But I'm making air quotes
1: (laughs) I mean you should uh, I, I originally saw this on the Heart Rate Tribe. It was posted by Kristen Lawler. Uh, I, I don't mean to call her out. She was she was just asking if anybody had seen it. I could not find it today, so I don't know if she took it down. But the interesting thing is, this Kickstarter only asked for fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah,
0: like a. I- like.
1: But it already has thirty thousand. Also interesting. Now, when we when we say competitor, the reason Tom put that in quotes is that this is called the the Versi Bike Light. <laughs> I can't help but laugh because it looks like like you know a nineteen seventies. Exercise bike that was in your mom's house Even
0: the shorts the dude Is wearing (laughs)
1: that's true That's true now It apparently you can Hook it up somehow to your Television and you can see it And it's got somehow It has the ability to have metrics On it so it says and I only say that because I I can't figure out It doesn't look like there's cords or anything So I I can't quite figure out How this is happening now it even comes With a, a fan So that you can feel the wind in your face As you go faster (laughs) You know the really funny part about that Tom Is when I say fan like People are probably picturing like it's on the top of the bike No It's a pedestal in front of the bike (laughs) You have to put it in front of the
0: bike And I don't I can tell if there's a cord running from the fan of the bike. Like it's just, like, I don't think it's linked to how <laughs> much you pedal. It's just, I, I thought that's just, what it said. It's just like, and here's a fan. <laughs> I, I could be wrong. Please don't sue me, Peloton knockoff. Yeah, but uh
1: <laughs> it says your indoor bike reinvented. Now, here's the thing. I this is not really a competitor for Peloton, but but I will say for people who cannot afford Peloton, like what is the big complaint? The big the big complaint about Peloton is the expense. Like anybody who ever has an issue with it, it's the expense. Right. So I get it. This thing is only, I mean, it doesn't look like it could cost that much.
0: I only see two packages. One was $460 which they claim is 48% off. And and then the other package I see is $5,000. Okay. Oh wait, no. Here are other packages. <laughs> so you you have let's see two four ninety nine packs, but you don't get the fan. And I mean, if something wor- is worth doing, it's worth doing right. <laughs> so you want the fan, and then you get a Virtue bike. Am I yeah. right, if I'm saying that right? And a fan for five hundred bucks, or then the next one's the same thing, but for six hundred bucks. I think it's like they have limited number of. Once,
1: oh, gotcha, gotcha.
0: Deep, the longer goes on, the price starts to go up to incentivize you to 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 hurry up. It's the early bird, but yeah. So they're saying that eleven oh seven is thirty seven percent off. So I don't know. So, but I wouldn't,
1: I wouldn't pay over a thousand dollars for that. That's
0: thirty seven percent off. So that means it's it's regular suggested retail price is going to be around. What fifteen, sixteen hundred bucks? They,
1: they, they are crazy if they think that that. I mean, I mean, but people are giving money to this thing. There is well, no tablet built in. Like you,
0: you supply your own, right? I think that's the way I read it. Yeah,
1: the, this is guys. You just need to check it out because it's hilarious. If nothing else, like it's got a cartoon on it. I, I was picturing like seriously. I thought this thing was going to be like two or three hundred dollars. I didn't see the prices the other day when I looked. So that was what was in my head. And so because of that, I was like, well, you know. That's good for people who can't afford a peloton but they want a good experience and they want to have metrics and stuff like that I would not encourage anyone to spend a thousand dollars or more on this thing just just buy the peloton Just
0: save up and get the real thing Because
1: i'm looking at the picture of this bike and there's no way that that is as good of a quality as the peloton
0: And i mean i know anybody we're talking to is not
1: Going to be upset by that. Well, it's not not be surprised by that.
0: It's not thinking about buying this bike. You already have one, you don't need a cheap version, you know what I mean? Yeah, but it's just it's and then it looks like its instructors, their instructors are just like it's a it's It's
1: it's an avatar, it's it's a a cartoon, yeah, it's like
0: a a avatar character that just says, like, you should go faster now or something. (laughs) Like, it's just, Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, that's exactly. But they do have an FTP test on it for whatever that's worth.
0: This is the crazy Kong of... In home bikes, they used to. There was when I was a kid. I don't even know. There was there was Donkey Kong, right? And then there was this weird knockoff called Crazy Kong. I kind of remember that. Like, and it was like when you went to like the really crappy arcades, <laughs> they would have Crazy Kong, and you know, <laughs> or like there was there were all these weird knockoff games. It was like Jungle King, like in case like you could, they didn't have Pitfall, but you could play Jungle King. Yeah, it was this stuff like that. This is this is the Jungle King of.
1: Well, of I, I don't. Bikes. I, hopefully, we're not offending anyone out there who might be. Into this, uh, I hope that you love your Peloton and you don't want this. But this is just humorous for me.
0: Yeah, it's really it's kind of funny just to look at it, and it's yeah. But <laughs> you don't have to worry about us starting a Virtue Bike podcast. Yeah,
1: if nothing else, what would we call it? I mean, well, I the, don't know what we would call the it.
0: The Rickety fan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean I was gonna say that Like I don't even know If I'm even pronouncing it right But given that I didn't know How to pronounce Peloton I yeah. don't think I have any room To talk we there You should
0: probably Pronounce it wrong on purpose yeah. It would be Poor form to pronounce Peloton wrong And then get their <laughs> name right
1: Yeah Vichy bike
0: The Vershailles bike
1: <laughs> I think it's from Versailles Yes Ooh
0: it's French Fancy
1: <laughs> Okay enough about that Yeah Checking in with the Peloton community.
0: So, on the Skype phone with <laughs> us today, I'm a little bit nervous about this one. Why? Because. It's a nutritionist
1: <laughs> She's gonna yell at you I'm
0: going to get yelled at <laughs> A lot You're gonna be so judged I am She's, she's not gonna like me at all
2: Oh I'll, I love you already Don't worry
0: <laughs> So on the phone with us Is uh, is Now I got so focused on the last name <laughs> <laughs> Stop it On the Skype phone with us Is Claire Shorenstein
2: Hello. Hi Claire Hey how's it going Oh man Okay Thank you it's so much for day. doing this. <laughs> has it? I'm a little fried, but I'm excited.
1: Okay, we'll make it. We'll make it you're, easy on you.
0: You're a nutritionist. You can't be fried. You have to be steamed, or what's another healthy way to cook something? Baked. No, Roasted. that wait—that's already got a meaning.
2: Roasted, sautéed,
0: yeah, Saute- that's hilarious Sauteed sounds drunk. Baked. I
2: love you already. This baked already has a
0: meaning. We can't say baked. <laughs> Are, wait? Are you in Colorado? The, if you're in Colorado, we can say baked.
2: No, I'm in New York. Oh. You can still say baked. Yeah, you can absolutely still say baked. I'm, I'm originally from Santa Cruz, California, so there's definitely a lot of bacon going on out there. Yeah, yeah there is.
0: Wait, we can have bacon.
2: Right. you were in rare form. We were
0: when we were in New York. It was weird because it was like they like people were just. Like walking
1: around smoking walking that, the doobies, smoking? yeah.
0: Like a couple times. Like it wasn't like just one guy yeah. that was like, "I'm going to be an activist."
1: And then the kids That's are hilarious. like, "What's that smell?" Nothing. Oh, god. <laughs> I
0: think if you're, uh, I think if you're a marijuana activist, it's called a hacky activist. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: Oh, you're you're getting you're getting the uh, the ultra funny version of Tom. Up. He's yeah. he just he was sitting there quietly watching comedies, and so he's all uh, warmed up now.
2: Comedies, <laughs> Tom. We were, you, Tom we
1: were, you have a
2: really great podcast voice. I gotta say. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, thank you. He does.
2: I was <laughs> <laughs> I was at, I was at a, like a networking event last night, and I think it's like the first time I've really been out like properly since having the baby six months ago. And I like was like losing my voice from like it was one of those like really loud places where you're, like shouting. So <laughs> I feel like my voice is like. Super horse, but hopefully, I have tea here so I can just sip on it.
0: (laughs) We'll just tell people that we're interviewing Demi Moore. There our, we go. First, our first celebrity on the podcast It's a big there moment you go. for us So awesome. ha- has Crystal talked to you at all about my You can't tell because it's a podcast But I'm going to make air quotes <laughs> Nutritional plan
2: Not so much Not okay. so much. She, she mentioned a few things But you know we're mostly focused on her
0: <laughs> I told someone the other day that That my nutritional plan Could be roughly called Eight year old at a theme park Like that's <laughs>
1: That sounds about right. It's
0: about I'm like chicken fingers, pizza.
1: Yeah. If you think I'm bad with the veggies, I mean, this man does not eat veggies or fruits like nothing, Uh-oh. not any.
0: I can't stand the way they feel in my mouth.
1: Yeah.
2: Huh. Interesting. A, so it's like, a, like with kids where we have to kind of disguise them in in like tomato sauce and stuff like that, right? Yes.
0: Well, there can't be chunks in my tomato sauce. Yeah, it's got
2: to be puree it and hide it.
1: <laughs> Maybe we do need to We need like, a special plan for you like, We gotta have yeah. a baby food diet I'm up for, for you the
0: <laughs> Like I just for dinner I had toasted ravioli Which is a St. Louis thing and okay. uh, um and so so don't let the name toasted fool you because it's deep
1: fried because it's deep fried.
0: Uh, I don't know why we, we decided okay. to call them toaster raviolis, but they're they're really good. <laughs> like I don't know why these haven't caught on in other cities. like it's it's a perfect like appetizer when you're out at like a TGI Applebee's it is, or something yeah, and okay. But uh Well
1: perfect in the sense That it's delicious Not perfect in the sense That it has any Nutritional value Whatsoever right. so <laughs> I,
0: I realize As I said to ravioli It probably doesn't Mean a lot to anybody Else that's, that's true Because yeah. we have You know we don't Have that many Listeners in our Hometown it is a Pretty hyper specific St. Louis thing Whenever people come To town we have to Explain it to them And then they look At it sideways And uh and then They eat it and They're like I would like to order more of these now, please. Yes, and so, um, so it's toast ravioli. You dip it in marinara sauce. Hey, and, and don't so, try it. Sounds good. It is good. And so, but I, even with my my like spaghetti sauce, like like I can't do pray. It's got to be ragu because ragu is the one that's that's no chunks, no chunks of any. I don't like got chunks. It. Not like chunks of He things. like
1: holds up The spaghetti sauce In the store And checks it out Before he buys it Yeah So
2: basically What you're telling me Is I should bring over My baby food maker Since I just started My six month old On purees And I should puree Use some veggies And hide them somewhere Yes That's essentially What's going on here But it would still Taste <laughs> okay. like a veggie <laughs> He's like I'm not convinced That it would taste good Yeah <laughs> Yeah. No, my baby is either either. Based on her Facial expressions <laughs> So <laughs> to everything
0: I did a but. weight I did a weight loss Study years ago and uh, mm-hmm. I And I had to, it was I was on a liquid Diet for a week and they Like I was in a hospital like on a Liquid diet for a mm-hmm. week and before uh-huh. I could Start they wanted everybody to eat the Same like last meal And, oh, yeah. and so you got to pick and, and the hardest part Of the entire weight loss study And again I had a week Long liquid <laughs> diet and They did two muscle biopsies One on each leg Twice yeah. so at the beginning of the week And the end of the week and the Hardest part of the entire week Is I had to eat five baby Carrots Like, like I almost got kicked out of the medical Study because they gave you like 45 minutes to Eat your food and they're like sir you Have two minutes left and you have to Eat those baby carrots and like I'm trying to choke down Five raw baby carrots was the
2: oh, hardest
0: part of the entire medical study?
2: I have to say, you are making some of my most challenging. And it's always the men most challenging. <laughs> sure. male clients look like angels. <laughs> yeah. To, to, yeah, yeah. There's there's
1: no nutritional value in his diet whatsoever. None. Like you would you would be shocked. And, and you would. I should my fitness pal him just so you can see it. <laughs> I would love to see that. You hilarious. Would,
0: you would also be shocked having heard that part to know that I. Rushed that that weight loss <laughs> study. That is true. I lost like sixty pounds. Oh and, my gosh! And two years later, when they called people for follow ups, I was the only one in the entire program who kept the weight off. Nice job! So look at that.
2: Well, some something's working for you. Clearly,
0: <laughs> I learned how. Maybe to you should
2: eat. be giving nutrition tips now. No, no.
0: <laughs> no, I would get sued.
2: Yes, I would get probably. sued. <laughs> So, oh,
0: Lord. so th- that that's way too much about my eating. So I was scared to have a nutritionist on. I'm like, I'm gonna get yelled at. I eat a one a day vitamin. Does that count for anything?
2: Well, it sounds like you need one if you're not having any fruits or vegetables. I'm it's, sure you're really missing out on a lot of nutrients. There.
0: Yeah, I I need the one that they give old people. <laughs> <laughs> like that's probably the,
1: the the regular one.
0: Probably isn't enough.
1: I'm gonna start. Hmm. I'm gonna start taking ensure. Insure n- <laughs> drinks and like dumping it in your chocolate shakes. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> Pedialyte. <laughs> like just <laughs> anything to get my. <laughs> Electrolytes uh, is that important is an Electrolyte <laughs> Only important if you work out yes. Oh then yeah, I didn't so like, know I the don't even Electrolytes electrolyte. are
1: important for everybody okay. oh. <laughs> Yes very important that's why we Should that's that's why we should ask the Nutritionist yes. that's why I shouldn't answer this I question. should
0: not have directed that question To you that mistake <laughs> lies with me I will
1: Oh my gosh okay that. I'm going to start the Interview because you you're just you're You're so nervous about this that you're Just you're just
2: yammering <laughs> <laughs> Don't be nervous. I don't bite, I promise. I'm okay. a very nice person. Crystal you, can tell you. Well, she I is. know you're
0: not going to bite because you know that I have zero nutritional value. <laughs>
2: I'm oh sure God. you're doing some things very well. <laughs> we would just have to sort through some of the toasted ravioli to find it. But, you know, it'll be fine.
1: <laughs> oh, so, Claire, tell us how you became a nutritionist. How did sure. that come
2: to happen? Yeah, so I have a bit of an eclectic background. Um, I actually, I mean, I've always been a runner since I was in high school. I did cross-country running and all that. And, you know, I come from a family that's very health conscious. I've, you know, my parents are doctors and was always just very aware of, you know, being fit and healthy and all that, but I was I'm a well, musician as well. I got my actually my master's in Oba performance and I studied humanities. So it was like a completely different path. And then kind of later in life, I really started getting into distance running and just kind of didn't really figure out what I wanted to do with myself. You know, the typical twenty year old, twenty something, just kind of lost in life or whatever. And um, and I just loved running so much. And I was living in London at the time and really got into. I started training for a marathon and just felt in love with distance running, um, ended up becoming a coach, a certified coach myself. And that kind of, you know, just kind of tied into the nutrition aspect. I love to cook. I've always loved food, but with distance running, um, and I know Matt's talked a lot about this in a lot of his classes, but you know, you can't, you just can't get away with winging it as you can, like, and then or with his, like, the long rides, for instance, versus the short rides, because I know this is very, very Peloton focused. I'm, of course, more of a runner, but, um, <laughs> you know, you can't, you can't really, like, say you're running, like, a 5K or you're doing, like, a short class something. you can kind of get away with not eating much right um, you won't perform your best by any means but you can get away with it and then once you get into the realm of you know longer distance running or any endurance activity whether it's a long bike ride or swim or anything you know you just can't wing it like your body needs nutrition you need to pay more attention if you are going to perform well, if you're going to feel good, if you're going to avoid injury, if you have any performance goals whatsoever. And so often you see people who put so much time and and energy and money into training, into training programs. And whether it's like, you know, getting the Peloton bike or investing in a coach or, you know, whatever it is, and they don't even think twice about nutrition. Whereas, you know, nutrition is just so, it's equally important as your training. Um, And the same goes with like any kind of, you know, weight loss or anything having to do with health. I mean, diet is so key. And everyone, again, always, you know, they're getting trainers and they're, you know, paying for gym membership and doing all this stuff. But then they just don't think twice about their diet. And often, quite frankly, they're not willing to spend money on seeking professional help with nutrition, but they're willing to like spend all the money on whatever fad diet and, you know, pills and because everyone just wants quick fixes, right? But yeah. anyways, for me, you know, I really just got so interested and just read more and more about it. And I love all the sciences and, and you know, being a registered dietitian to become a registered dietitian, I essentially had to almost go back to, you know, being an undergraduate again, because it's essentially getting your bachelor of science. And I would gotten my bachelor's of arts degree as an undergrad. So I was taking, you know, organic chemistry and just doing all the different courses you need, you know, nutritional biochemistry and such, because, you know, people often forget nutrition is a science and it's really important when seeking you know, nutrition advice that you're not just turning to someone who's, quote, unquote, a nutritionist. I mean, I identify, I call myself also a nutritionist, but people who don't have any credentials or background, you know, expertise at all or you know, any educational training, but rather just, you know, they lost five pounds and suddenly they call themselves an expert, <laughs> um, which you see all the time. And that's the problem with our field is there are a lot of people out there. Who really don't have the proper training, and but yet they're they're very successful and you know giving out plans and all this advice because it's one of these things that isn't really um, as protected. It's not like being an MD. You know, we have this registered dietitian credential, but I think the public doesn't always understand what that is. But anyways, I, I got really interested, and I decided I wanted to go back to grad school, and you know, I, I was already coaching, um, run coaching, and doing all my marathons and really getting into that. So that was really the entry point for me. So sports nutrition is always been a real passion um, and interest for me. But I'm clinically trained. I worked in a hospital for many years. I've, I see a lot of like a lot of my clients are athletes, but a lot of my clients ha- are not athletes at all, um, have a lot of different clinical conditions and, and medical, you know, struggles and whatnot. Um, so it's not always performance nutrition that I do, but it happens to be a very common thing that I that I deal with and, and a true passion of mine. So that's kind of how I got into it and you know I love I love working with people so it's it's been great and it's it's a one of those things it's a science that is young and changing all the time and that's what makes it exciting but also confusing for everybody because they're like wait a minute I thought eggs were bad now they're good oh wait fat is good now I thought that was bad <laughs> so it can be really confusing and even as a dietitian you know you know I'm like wait a minute there is a lot of gray area here Because a lot of what we do, we give recommendations that are evidence-based and, you know, the research is evolving and sometimes it's not always clear cut. So, you know, it's exciting. It's an exciting field to be in. Um, And just as a food lover, it's, you know, it's great to kind of help people figure out how to feed themselves, you know, and fuel themselves because food is fuel, but it's also a source of pleasure and it's a very complicated thing. People have complicated relationships with food. So I love exploring that relationship with everybody.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess it, and again, I'm like the absolute wrong person to say this, but I would think a lot of times with food, it's. It's really more just about moderation. Like, unless you have an allergy, eating an egg isn't going to just completely destroy your life. It's mm-hmm. it's, it's about what you balance that with. And did you mm-hmm. have did you have nine eggs today? That might be problematic, <laughs> yeah. you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. And 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 the complicated thing here. I mean, first of all, what does moderation mean? Right. You know. So a lot of people don't understand that word is tricky because everyone's like, Oh, I know what to do. Just eat fruits and vegetables and eat other things in moderation. Well, yeah, again, like, what does that mean? Not everyone knows what that means. Um, And it can mean different things for different people because again, the thing is, and this, you know, this is why the work I do is important. It's it's everyone is very unique and you have individual needs based on your body you know, your weight, your age, your physical activity level, your goals. I mean, there's so many different things that guide the recommendations for you. And of course there of course there's general advice that I give. I and mean, I know that's one of the things that Crystal, you want to talk about at some point. But, but yeah, I mean, it's really about figuring out, you know, what is the right way to eat for you and your lifestyle and your body and your medical background and your goals and your sport. And there are just so many things, you know, involved in that. So that whole moderation thing, yeah, it, it is true. Of course, you know, we don't want you going out and having, as you said, nine eggs. So for some person, for some people, you know, two to three eggs. I don't know, four or five times a week. That's perfectly fine. That's great. If someone has a medical condition or something like you have heart disease or, you know, something else going on, you know, maybe there's, you know, some modifications, but again, like Based on the research, we know that eggs are, you know, a healthy food. But yeah, you don't want to overdo anything. Some foods are healthier than others. We know that, but you also don't want to be constantly depriving yourself of everything you love so that you're miserable. <laughs> you right? right. I mean? yes. and,
0: and you, you, so, you yeah. won't stick with it either. Right?
2: Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, how did you end up working with Matt Wilpers?
2: Um, great question. So, um, I actually was a, a run coach for a triathlon team here in New York City called Team Lipstick. <laughs> and I think that was in the fall of 2015. And I, I coached them like once a week. And Matt was also a run coach for the same team. And he had been with that team for, for many years, I think. And, you know, so I met him a couple times, but we always coached on different days in different places. So we didn't have too much overlap. But one of the things that we always did with the team was we would send like an email after the workout to the whole team, kind of recapping what we did, uh, what kind of workout and who was there and how everyone did. And You know, just because I'm also a dietitian, I just I just randomly started adding a nutrition tip of the day, um, just for people to enjoy. And Matt really enjoyed that a lot. And he soon after stopped coaching the team, but he contacted me not long after saying, "I loved you know your nutrition tips of the day, and I'm starting this app called CoachCast." And CoachCast was also like a podcast style thing, but it also had workouts. So he, it's you know, it was like Peloton esque in the sense that it was like a. Virtual thing. It was an app you used, but you could go on any bike and listen to his workouts and he would coach you through it and it would be like to music. But there was also run coaching, it was bike, it was uh, yoga and then my podcasts were about all kinds of different nutrition topics. So we talked about like everything, like the latest research on something, um, you know, burning questions about like the gluten-free diet. And, you know, why do people avoid gluten? What do I think about it? And, you know, this and that, whatever. So we had a lot of fun with that. So he'd come over to my apartment and we'd just spend like hours and hours making all these different podcasts. And um, and this was before he actually joined Peloton. So he actually, we have we've stopped doing CoachCast, but then he joined peloton and um so i I love you know taking his (laughs) class there but you know we're good friends and and he always you know tries to tie me in and and he's just such a great guy he's and a great coach so as you guys know Yeah, uh, yeah i feel very lucky that our paths crossed
0: he was our first guest
2: he was that's, he told me, yes, that's yeah. awesome. He said he had a great time on the show too.
0: And it was nice of him because, like, we were completely untested. Obviously, since he's the first guest, we had we had nothing we could send him to be like, "Hey, we we can actually do this. It'll be okay." He just he, <laughs> he just, just
1: jumped in. He, he just was took like, the okay. leap awesome. with us. So that was <laughs> that's great.
0: We are we will forever remain grateful for that. That yes. he just kind of yeah. jumped in and was like, "Sure, why not?"
2: Yeah. He's such he's such a nice, wonderful person, and is just so much fun to work with and a great great coach as you guys know and i always love his class and he's very motivating and like me it's he's very much grounded in the science of things yes and, you know he's not just gonna give you advice that isn't meaningful advice so i really respect the work that he does and yeah as i said really feel lucky that that our paths cross we can work together
0: yeah he's not just uh, like uh, i don't know pedal faster there that sounds healthier
2: <laughs> exactly <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, so, so you have good. ridden
1: you you've actually ridden the Peloton
2: bike then? Oh yeah, a lot. Yeah, I actually started riding there um, a long time before he was there. How I many years ago I started going? It was like not long after they opened the New York City. Studio I think I started going there And I just I loved it I love to spin um, Just as you know For cross training And the studio is so beautiful Have you guys been To the New York City studio Yes We have actually Isn't it nice It Obviously. is <laughs> It's so I, <laughs> I love I literally it. just want to go there And sit on the couch And just like sip coffee Or something
1: <laughs> That's <laughs> okay. what I did <laughs> Yeah that's what he did Because of course He wouldn't get on the bike <laughs> <laughs>
0: not a would've. fan of A lot of I'm not a big fan Of physical activity either <laughs> <laughs> so. wait,
2: wait 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 I thought you ride the bike You don't ride the bike
0: No she rides the bike Bike. i'm just Wait, a really nice you, supporting husband
2: oh my god it's hysterical i thought you both ride the bike no. And so you're just you're but you have a peloton podcast with her but you don't. correct <laughs> that's amazing okay anyway so anyways, i'm just the studio's awesome you got to hang where she rode the bike great
0: <laughs> i did I, they have great wi-fi and uh
2: <laughs> Uh, nice. And the free fruit is always nice. Um, do you say yeah, so? So, <laughs> yeah, they had like, like apples and bananas and whatever. Um, but no, I, I go there, you know, not, I, I try to get there like once in a little and I can't always get there now, especially, but, um, I went there a bunch when I was pregnant because it was, you know, at the point where running was uncomfortable, the bike was awesome. So, sure. um, love taking Matt's classes now. I mostly just go to his because I pop in kind of last minute whenever. But yeah, all the teachers are fun. It's a great studio, and And, I do have a leaderboard name, and it's you know it's eat for endurance. So it's not really that. (laughs) (laughs) It's just my business name. No, Uh, that's great. Very very boring with it, but you know it's it's an an kind of well it can be an endurance activity, so appropriate kind of. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely it is. And and by the way, you said your your baby
1: is, is six months old. Right, your daughter six, six months this Friday, which and is nuts. that is nuts. And I saw that you posted um, a picture on your website the other day, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, she she looks amazing." Six, you can't even tell she had a baby.
2: <laughs> Thank you. Oh, is it the one with me in the running stroller? Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I was like, Are yeah, we sure I, it's well, a current picture? I ran a lot.
2: I ran a thousand miles in my pregnancy, and I was very active. Um, Holy shit! Yeah, I ran a lot. Um, I ran up until. I think a few weeks Before I gave birth But I was in the gym The day before Like And I felt awesome I was oh, like cow. On was the machine Lifting weights Was your was,
0: was your baby Born sweaty <laughs>
2: <laughs> She was slimy <laughs>
0: Well they're all slimy But Yours was sweaty too She had
2: a little Headband on Right <laughs> Running shorts. Yeah, first, she does love first. to. She's not moving yet, but she'll literally like do tummy time or be on her back and just like just, her legs are just running back and forth. It's where the second that she can move somewhere, I'm terrified. She's going to like take off. She's going to like faster than me, and I'm terrified. I'm even child proof the place. <laughs> you I need to get on that.
0: <laughs> I picture her being born and her first words like, "Hang on, hang on."
2: <laughs> Yeah right. Oh man, but yeah, running with a stroller. Oh, that's no joke. We got. Uh, we just started running with one, and it is hard pushing that thing. Oh, yeah. Well, so I, I with would... the bike It's not. That's not easy either. But it's it's <laughs> nice to be baby free during my workouts for sure.
0: It's a lot easier to spin with a stroller.
2: <laughs> just... <laughs> like you can just you could just look at
1: it,
0: right? right. That's, that's what makes it easier. <laughs>
2: There you go so <laughs> oh, just man. Backing up real
0: quick You had mentioned gluten So is that a thing Like all of a sudden Everybody's like Oh gluten will kill me Like no. is that Is that a real thing Or is that just
2: No It's, it's not really like a t- Well Look that's a controversial topic I'm sure like sure. a billion people Will argue otherwise But Gluten one of those things where, like, everyone's like, oh, it's inflammatory and this and that. Um, there isn't, like, a ton of research to support that if it – assuming that you do not have a medical condition that right. prevents you from eating um, foods containing gluten. So, if you sure. have celiac disease, obviously that, you know, eating gluten will cause problems, serious problems, and you cannot eat gluten. And actually, celiac disease runs in my family, and – you know, think that I don't have it, but no, gluten itself is fine. Um, I mean, again, there are certain medical conditions that if you're like prone to certain things, or if like I have a client, for instance, that just says I just feel better not eating foods containing gluten, if they're gluten intolerant or whatever, I'm never going to sit here and say you must eat gluten. You know, right. no, I'm not. But what what and the same thing goes for dairy or any other foods. But what concerns me as a dietitian and my role as a dietitian and my job is to make sure that you're getting the nutrients your body needs. If you're cutting out gluten, you're cutting out. A lot of foods that are healthy, you know, certain whole grains, for instance, that contain, you know, fiber and good carbs and B vitamins, all kinds of stuff. So, so yeah, if you're cutting out foods containing gluten, a lot of people do that like just for weight loss. Well, it's really just an excuse to not eat things like pizza or, you know, certain sweets or whatever that contain gluten. Now, of course, the problem is. Gluten is such a, or being gluten free is such a fad diet now that there are so many gluten free items out there that are really unhealthy. And, you know, so it's not really, it's not like there are no options out there if you're suddenly gluten-free. And eating like a gluten-free cookie, you know, isn't necessarily healthy for you, you know it's, what I mean? It's still so a cookie. People, people just get the wrong idea about things. So so again, you know, if, if you're cutting out anything, and, and we can use kind of the same arguing it with people going dairy-free and whatnot. If you feel better not eating something for whatever reason, fine, we can talk about it, we can work around it, we can figure out how to get those same nutrients that you're missing back in your diet in other ways. But in terms of evidence supporting it, uh, no, I, I don't. I don't buy that gluten is bad for you.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, that's kind of always been my hunch. But you know, and I. But I will also say at the same time, when I lost a, a, the weight, part of the, how I did it would mm-hmm. be would be considered kind of a fad diet, in that I I went the low carb route. You know. Yeah. And yeah. but for me, that works because the stuff I was giving up was. Chips and things like that. Pizza, and if they had tried to put me on a diet where they're like and eat all these fruits and vegetables, I would have failed miserably. So, but mm-hmm. low low carb for me was easy because I'd get up and I'd have a couple eggs, and then I'd have beef jerky for lunch, and I'd have a big plate of taco meat for dinner, and I was fine. Like that's that's like I, that wasn't I wasn't depriving myself, you know?
2: Sure, but that's not a healthy way of eating. Well, you know, if all you're eating is like various <laughs> forms of meat and well, eggs are okay, but, you know, it's like right. jerky beef jerky for lunch. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just not a healthy way of eating, right? It, and it's it, not sustainable for most people. So right. the problem sure. is when you're doing these diets of any kind, really, it's either you're on the diet or off the diet. And, you know, some people were like, oh, well, it's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. And it's like, okay, well, it's still a diet. <laughs> like, I but, oh, no, I've been following the paleo lifestyle. I'm like, okay, well, I, I mean – I don't know. Personally, that's, I'm not such a fan. I know some people find success doing certain things and, and most, most diets, not clearly not the one you're on because it didn't include any fruits or vegetables, but, <laughs> you know, taking like paleo, for instance. I mean, I don't like the fact that it's cutting out entire food groups and such, but you know, it includes a lot of different, you know, vegetables and other healthy things in there and, and nuts and stuff. So it's not like there aren't healthy things in there. And some people really need the structure you know? And and that's why diet, I mean, all diets work in some form because it's forcing you to cut something out that you're eating, that you're likely eating too much of and likely isn't good for you, you know, but it's not teaching you how to eat, sustain it like in the long term in a healthy way. And it's not really teaching you necessarily how to change behaviors. And, And that's a really broad statement. And of course, I'm sure some forms of diets out there are teaching you things, but on the whole, generally it's, it's 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 hard to kind of you know stay stay on a diet indefinitely. So inevitably, people lose weight and then they gain it back, or you know they're just kind of miserable or whatnot. So it's so that's why when I'm working with clients, it's it's not obviously you can't eat anything you want all the time and expect to achieve results. Obviously, unfortunately, that doesn't work. <laughs> and there's no magic pill or anything. You do have to put in some work, but you know we're trying to figure out. A way of eating that is realistic and that you can sustain, um, and you know doesn't make you hate your life, you know, and drive you into the an opposite direction, so that it's constantly like on again, off again, and that's that's a hard thing to do. Finding balance is incredibly hard, and not every day is going to be like. Well, actually, I was going to say not every day is a perfect day, but there is no perfect day, and you shouldn't strive to have a perfect day. You know, you just want to be feeding yourself mostly healthy, good stuff, and then. You know, you can have some room for treats if you're if you're really active, if you're like, you know, on the bike or running or doing whatever you are all the time, there is room for some treats for yourself and how much. And again, we're getting to that. What does moderation mean thing again? How much it really just depends on your goals and, and your caloric needs and, and all that stuff. You
0: know, Yeah, if you're Michael Phelps
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, Michael Phelps case And, you know, I happen to have a few You know, kind of planning to be Olympic, uh, Olympian swimmers and, and, you know, working with me right now Like the younger people And, and you know, you have a certain number of calories Where you're going to meet your nutrition needs You know, so in terms of, like, caring about certain nutrients And after that, it's just getting the calories in you just need calories. They can right. come from anywhere, you know? <laughs> and most people aren't like that because most people aren't training like that. But yeah, and those—that's an extreme case. And 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 yeah, your average client, average person that I work with, you know, we're not—we're obviously caring where those those calories come mm-hmm. from. Calories aren't just calories; the quality matters. But yeah, Michael Phelps is just like get the calories in wherever they can come <laughs> from. Right? You
0: know, let me ask you something about somebody right. like Michael Phelps or an Olympic. Athlete in general when they're training And they're consuming those Tens of thousands of calories a day Or whatever they're doing because because They, they legitimately are Spending them throughout a day mm-hmm. When they're done with Either the intense part of the Training because the Olympics are over and they can take A little breather or maybe when they're just Career is over and they retire is There like a like a walk down period Like or I mean how does somebody go From eating you know that many Calories in a day to eating like A regular human being again like how I would think you'd That's constantly be hungry
2: <laughs> You know t- to be honest I haven't I haven't worked with someone on that So I can't give you specifics I would imagine I mean I mean I work with marathoners Very frequently and you know people And you know people training for Ironman And stuff and you know some clients need I don't know, four thousand calories or something, you know, Whoa. upwards of there or even more. And yeah, after it's done, I, I, yeah, you 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 do reduce what you're eating. But I mean, after training for something so intensely for such a long period of time, you also kind of just like let me just take a step back and like stop worrying about it for a little bit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So again, I, I can't speak to at all what someone like Michael Phelps says. I have absolutely no idea, <laughs> but. I do know with people I work with, you know, after you're, you've done a huge event and you've been so focused and so disciplined, you know, you need to just like chill out and just <laughs> let your body rest, let your mind rest, not worry about what you're eating. And to gain a little weight is okay. It's part of actually, it's part of recovery. I mean, I know some elite athletes, um, like I'm thinking of some distance runners. I think I, I think it was in the book, Scott Jerk, or I, I can't remember. Um, but, you know, you just let yourself gain some weight. You know, just hang out and enjoy food and not stress about it yeah. um, and let your body be the guide. You know, are you hungry? You know, do you want to eat more? You, know, you need to listen to your body's cues. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that would be what I would if I was working for someone and you just had finished a huge event that that would kind of be the line of thinking for me. And I
1: I think as a, a quote unquote normal person that's really hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know. I've been I've been really practicing not stressing over it and I find that whenever I don't like like so the more time that has passed that I haven't been like tracking every calorie, then like if I don't see the scale go down, the s- more stressed I'm getting cuz I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm overeating. I'm 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 eating too much and then I I didn't track it, so now I can't go back and look at it and see mm-hmm. like what did I what did I do What did I What was I eating Too much of So I think it is I think it's great To be able to Give yourself That breathing room And and let your body guide you but what I really struggle with is I have like two settings really really in control or ah screw it let's eat that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes yes and that and and that's not you know uncommon um, so you know it's, so and I think I think it really varies on what kind of person you are so um, yes in an ideal world we achieve some sort of balance where we can portion control and need a smaller amount without feeling guilty and a lot of people really struggle with that so maybe to start out with you know maybe we do have the set guidelines around things. Maybe we do have to just say, okay, maybe for now I'm just not going to have whatever foods or whatever things that really set me off. Um, to start while I'm really working on specific goals. Um, and then we can kind of add them back in. This is assuming that these foods aren't like necessary for health, right? These are, right. you know, these are extra foods or whatever. Yeah. Um, in terms, when tr- now when it comes to tracking calories, as you're saying, I mean, yeah, I think it's a scary thing, especially if you're so used to, to to counting calories and, and just being in control of that. And the problem though, is if you're so focused on the calories, you can sometimes become disconnected from how your body's feeling. Um, and I think we've, you know, we've talked about this before and I, I think the analogy I use because of course I'm a runner. So I'm thinking about my Garmin watch and all that is, you know, uh, you know, when you are outside running and you're just so focused on, the average pace or whatever pace is on your watch. And you're not at all paying attention to how your body actually feels on that day. And, you know, there are many runners who have, you know, who go out and run a race and they don't wear a watch and that's sometimes their best times. And not that this analogy is completely, it doesn't completely translate, but I'm just saying that, that we need to really be careful about getting so caught up in the numbers. Sometimes if we're getting disconnected from, how we feel and our appetite and fullness cues and all that kind of stuff. Um, tracking is incredibly useful, though. You know, I'm not to, I'm not saying that counting calories is, is bad necessarily. If we're using it as a tool to kind of make sure that you're eating enough, because right. I can't tell you how many I, I swear. It's like every single athlete I'm working with right now is under <laughs> like it's like a chronic problem. Everyone wow. is so restrictive. And, you know, so so really it can be very useful just to figure out where do I stand like oh my god I'm only having like 200 carbs and the guidelines like really I should be having 300 a day or 250 or whatever you know so it it can be very helpful to use something like my fitness pal and figure out where you stand um so we can and use it as a talking point but to be completely uh, uh, like obsessed about it and to get really stressed when you don't have that 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 can be problematic. So that's something. Obviously, we can talk through some more of it. <laughs> um, you know, I don't want to spend too much more time just talking about the one thing. But yeah, of um, course. But there are other things to keep in mind too, because because you had mentioned the scale, and the scale doesn't always tell the whole story. So yeah. I think that's another thing you have to really keep in mind is that you know what if your body composition is changing? What if clothes are fitting differently? What if you're you know maybe the number is not changing, but you notice that your outputs are on the bike because obviously we're talking about Peloton you know you're like crushing your workouts and you feel so much better you know so there are just so many other pieces of the puzzle you have to take into account you know maybe you're sleeping better you know there are other things that also define success and steps forward so yes obviously if the goal is for weight loss like we we definitely want you to lose weight but if at least we've achieved all these other things in the process of altering what you're eating that those are still wins in my book you know?
1: That's a really good way to look at that.
0: So the scale is a goddamn wire. <laughs> That's what I heard. That's
2: all he heard. Exactly. Yeah. And you fluctuate. People fluctuate normally, you know, and, and not just women, you know, but like men too, I, you know, because in terms of your cycle and whatnot, like you can expect the, the weight to fluctuate. Like what if you went to the bathroom one day and another ba- the, you know, day you didn't like, you know, that, that makes things fluctuate too. So, so you can't live and die by the scale. Um, you really have to take into account how you're feeling and what else is going on. Well said.
1: (laughs) So given that you have all different kinds of type of types of people that you're working with and all kinds of different consultations, what do you consider a successful consultation or do you find yourself giving the same advice over and over again?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, well, by consultation, I'm assuming you mean like an initial evaluation where I'm, you know, it's my first session with a client. That's what you mean?
1: I, I really just meant kind of like the overall process.
2: Yeah. Sorry. Um, I can see why that's confusing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think, I think, you know, just generally, well, I mean, in, in the first session, I'm really, you know, it's all about getting to know my client, their background goals, struggles, what's going well, what's not. And we're really like laying the groundwork for our future sessions. So, because, you know, I get a lot of the information in advance, the basic stuff and we can just like dive right in. So, you know, a really good session to me is when, you know, obviously I'm communicating really well with my client. I'm getting a lot of feedback from them. I feel like we're, it's not just me talking at them or them talking at me. It's like, it's, it's a dialogue because this is a lot of what my, of my work. It's like almost like a negotiation in some senses. You know, I always ask my clients like, what's the one thing I can't touch. And for (laughs) some it's like wine or chocolate, you know, and, 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 you know, and a lot (laughs) of it is okay. Like I'm going to make a recommendation and a lot of what I say in, when, when I give education and whatnot, so a lot of the session will involve some diet education. But, you know, I'm going to give you this information. Um, and some of it's not going to work for you. And so maybe I'll make a, a recommendation and that person's like, nope, you know, that I don't like that. What if we do this? So it's a lot of back and forth. Um, but by the end of the session, you know, our what I would consider it successful if, you know, we have a really clear set of, of you know guidelines and goals and we have an understanding of you know what are what are the challenges here you know I feel like I've gotten a really good sense of who my client is you know what he or she struggles with And we have a kind of a a game plan for how to start chipping away at all these different things. You know, obviously, there's only so much you can do in like a 30 or 60 minute session. Um, And I'm always trying to cram as much in as I can, um, because I know, you know, my clients really want to get as much as they can out of each session. So, you know, my hope is that the client will have obviously learned something. (laughs) Um, And, you know, maybe they've gotten, they're starting to look at things a little bit differently. And, you know, any burning questions they had, they've they've had answered. But I think at least leaving the session with like really specific goals, because everyone can say like, oh, I want to eat healthy or, you know, oh I should probably like, I don't know, just like these vague statements that don't mean anything. So I always make sure that, you know, we have really specific things that we're going to work on, like, you know, what, what does eating healthy even mean to you? You know, so, so no, okay for breakfast, we're going to do this. Okay. We're going to work on the timing of your snack. We're going to add in this specific thing, you know, really like clear things that we both, um, that we both agreed upon that my client feels is realistic for, for them to, you know, include in their lifestyle. So it's really easy for me to say like, Oh yeah, do X, Y, and Z. And then my client's like, I can't do that. You know, that's really overwhelming or, you know, that's not realistic for me. Like there's no way. So, you know, I, I, I need to make sure that whatever I say, you know, these are things that that specific person at that specific time feels like they can really handle. So just that we're on the same page and, and, you know, that my client feels empowered and confident and able to achieve what we set out to achieve.
1: Awesome. So,
0: how many sessions do people typically have? Is this like an ongoing thing, or is it like they're kind of a set number and they're good to go? And you say, "Fly, little birdie," or how's that work? <laughs> it
2: work? It really—that's one of these things. It varies a lot, you know, from one individual to the next. And and you'll probably hear me say that a lot. If there's one theme for anything when it comes to nutrition, it's that every single person is different. And I, and Crystal, like you had asked about, you know, do I give the same advice? To people. And there's always, I I would say, like the baseline, like healthy eating types of guidelines, like, you know, what is balanced eating? How do we achieve that? You know, they're always like, obviously basic things that I talk about to everybody. But from there, you know, this laying groundwork of healthy eating, it's completely different because everyone has different needs. Um, I always individualize my recommendations. Some people have allergies or food preferences or whatever that comes into play. There are different sports, there are different medical conditions. So there are so many different things to take into account. So there are a lot of very unique and individualized recommendations going on. And in terms of how many sessions, it really varies. I have some clients I've been seeing for like a year, <laughs> you know, <laughs> who, who in the beginning was more frequent sessions, and now they just check in every month or something. Um, and it, you know, it depends also like. It's a seasonal thing. So if someone, I have a lot of, you know, runners and triathletes and whatnot who they have at a season and so in their kind of training season, they'll see me a little bit more often leading up to an event. And then, you know, on the off season, you know, maybe they'll check in or maybe they won't see me at all. So I have a lot of that. Um, I have clients who just need to see me on a regular basis for accountability. So a lot of my weight loss clients, they just achieve more success if they, They know they have a check-in with me even if it's like a 30-minute quick session like every few weeks or two weeks or sometimes a month um, sometimes once a week so it really it varies a lot and then I have other clients who really just kind of want to get a basic understanding of things and just want some knowledge and they're really good with like three or four or five sessions they feel like they got the information they need and maybe they'll you know check back in in a later time but you know, again, as I said, I try to cram a lot in these <laughs> sessions, Crystal can tell you. <laughs> yes. I'm, like, trying to get through as much as I can. Um, I send a lot of information after the first session, too. So, you know, um, and I know, obviously, from just a budget perspective, not everyone can spend money on sessions. So, you know, they want to get as much as they can out of, you know, three or four or whatever. So it just it just varies. But I do think, you know, you can't expect to make huge changes if you've had, like, two or three sessions, you know? I mean, maybe you have, like... My, my goal, of course, is always to teach what I can and give you the tools to carry with you and help you do it on your own. And this is exactly why I don't give... Just hand out meal plans to people. And I get this question all the time. Can you just make me a meal plan tell me what to do? <laughs> well... No, I'm sure I'd make a ton of money if I did that, and I know people do, but no, I'm not going to do that because it's doing you a disservice to just say, here you go, because, hey, guess what? I'm not going to hold your hand for the rest of your life and tell you what to eat at every single meal and snack. You have to learn how to do that, you know? Well, and I think so, it's a,
0: it probably is yeah. very helpful to have it tailored because it's not like, I mean, in, the, in, in broad strokes, it's not like I don't know that I'm not eating healthy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I like I if, if somebody said what should I be eating a day, I could map it out, but I'm just not but I'm not I'm not doing it. So I mean like yeah, like you exactly. know, like just handing me a meal plan, I'm like, well like yeah, I, I could have done that. That's not <laughs> he, hard.
2: Yeah, it, and, and it's not to say that I'm not gonna I'm not going to create a sample meal plan for clients. Sure. Like, of course, you know, I'm going to do some handholding in the beginning. If you don't know what to do, like let's create some sample days and see what that might look like for you. But no, I'm not going to, you know, sit here and write out like your 30 day plan of every single thing that should go in your mouth. Like that's ridiculous. Um, and again, you know, these things exist and people want that. And a lot of dietitians will say, nope, <laughs> um, <laughs> because it's a lot about education and, and that's, that's our job I feel like I'm cheating someone If I'm not helping them in that way um, So that you know I don't I try not to do that too much
0: I would also think that and again I've, I've never met with a nutritionist Shocking I know um, <laughs> but, uh, but I would Think a lot of those people that are like oh here's An in-depth 30 day meal plan I, I would venture to say that's probably A one size fits all kind Of approach it is it's not even yeah. going to be Remotely tailored to the To the person and taking all the variables that you just discussed.
2: Right. Yeah. And and, and, I mean, I'm very slow. Like, you know, I create these documents of like individualized recs, and, you know, there's some things that are. You know, kind of standard things that I send everybody, but I take a long time to create this stuff. And me making a 30-day meal plan would take me forever. (laughs) (laughs) That would take me so long because I want to do a really good job. I want to give you like meaningful things in there. But yeah, the people who are doing it, it's it's. I think it's a lot of stock stuff probably, and then they maybe tailor it a little bit based on your weight and your height and you know, that kind of in your food preferences. And again, it's not, I'm not trying to bash anyone who's doing that. Um, you know, for some people, that's really helpful because, right. you know, sometimes it's really just like small changes. They make a really big difference. So if, if we're talking about somebody who's going from eating like garbage and then suddenly they're eating a helpful diet because this meal plan, that's awesome. That's a great change. So that's right. wonderful. But for me personally, I don't like to work with clients in that way. And again, I like to work with people. I'm not, I don't want to just hand you something without really getting to know you and what's going on. And, um, you know, it's, it's more involved work, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely, yeah. and I think just just from getting what I've like the information I've received from you, the benefit of doing that is is not only that you get to know that person and has all their their specialized stuff, but it like whatever they're lacking. Like in my case, I I genuinely buy too much of everything. Like I'm like, oh, well, I'm gonna eat fruits and vegetables, and then I buy like seven million of them, and I'm the only person eating <laughs> them in my house. So then they all go bad, and you're like, hey, you could have frozen stuff, which might yeah. be. Obvious to some people but not Me and so Mm -hmm. So then so then it's like you, you You're able to give people the Really specific advice they need about Whatever their specific Issues are and exactly. so i think that's i think it's very helpful i've never been able to be one of Those people that goes by the 30-day playing because i'm like okay on day 31 now what do i do Like I'd, I, exactly. do I, I can't eat the same stuff every that. day yeah. <laughs> yeah it does it yeah, that's exactly totally. right
0: well thank you so Much for uh for telling us all this stuff like that's a that's a lot yes that's a lot of information My
2: pleasure. so
0: if somebody wants to uh Set up a session and reach out and have you Tailor something for them since we've talked About like how important that is to Really kind of have something Made that works for you not just Some sort of off the rack sort of plan Um, Mm -hmm. How could they find you
2: Um, You can go to uh, Eatforendurance.com and that's Like F-O-R not the number four Or you can (laughs) email me at eatforendurance at gmail.com
0: awesome well thanks again for com- coming on today we we greatly appreciate it
2: this has been super informative my pleasure oh. so much fun thank you for the good laughs, <laughs>, <laughs> and uh, hope everyone is eating well and and Tom my goal is to get you to eat a vegetable somehow I'm going to work with Crystal and we're going to trick you <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> you, it's you, funny you will not expect it and then she'll say hey guess what you just ate some spinach <laughs>
0: Great so it had, so this podcast now I, I it starts off with everybody want me to ride the bike and now they all want me to eat healthy too.
2: Yep. Oh, yes. Crap. We're we're changing your life, buddy. <laughs>
0: I need to start a podcast about pizza.
2: You can put spinach on pizza. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite kind actually, ricotta spinach. So that-
0: <laughs> Why would you ruin a perfectly good pizza like that?
2: Uh, we'll we'll figure you out. We will. We'll get you. In a day.
0: Here's today's recipe for success. So I'm scared to ask... (laughs) <laughs> but what sort of recipe Has a nutritionist provided us
1: I mean you're not going to like it But you don't like any of them That's Again fair. unless it's it's Chris Merrill's Donuts so I don't think That really means anything But actually it sounds really good Like I want to try these It's spicy turkey lettuce wraps
0: well, I like turkey
1: <laughs> This one has a few more Ingredients than usual so I'm just Going to list the ingredients and I'm not Going to go through the directions Because there are some more steps than usual I will make sure that this gets out To the clip out page uh, So at facebook.com slash the clip out And it will also be in the clip out group So basically though You have turkey and some lettuce Which is probably pretty obvious Some red onion Some garlic one chili And you can choose You can use a Thai Jalapeno Or serrano And then uh, You get some fresh ginger And then Some carrots Your favorite Tom <laughs> A lime And then some soy Or tamari sauce Can I and put
0: it in the coconut?
1: <laughs> Only if you sing it
0: No There will be no singing Come on nope. Put the lime in the coconut That's you singing
1: <laughs> And then um, Some red I'm sorry, some rice, wine, vinegar. And then you follow some directions, and boom. It actually sounds really good. I think I'm starving.
0: I like the turkey part.
1: <laughs>
0: that might be the deepest I've made it into a recipe so far. You start with turkey, go on. No.
1: Yeah, because we added lettuce. Yeah. So you're going to eat that. And you don't like onions, you do like garlic.
0: Not hunks of it though No
1: This would be minced
0: Like a fine mist
1: Yeah That's what this would be But you also And you could probably do ginger um, Because that's pretty small But I'm pretty sure You're out at the carrots Yeah Yeah
0: Yeah Absolutely out at the carrots
1: Yeah So I still think it sounds wonderful
0: Well that's the important thing Because I'm clearly not the demo (laughs) You are not (laughs) So uh, I guess that's it for this episode It is Another one has come to a close It has So who do we have to look forward to For next week
1: Stephanie Caputo Be better That's her leaderboard name I love her leaderboard name
0: Whenever I hear Caputo I always think of the uh, Warden on Orange is the New Black
1: Oh yeah Yeah I could see that I didn't I never put that together Because she's so Bubbly and cute I can't even imagine But now you have Soiled that for me (laughs) No I'm really Looking forward to this Uh, She is awesome She is actually She actually had Input into How things were Put together At the whole Fast Times group And we will get to hear All about that Next week
0: Awesome well we have That to look forward to Then We do So, uh, So that's it for this episode That's what you got Coming up next week Uh, Where can they find you if they can't wait until next week for their dose of crystal?
1: (laughs) Well you can find me at Facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe And you can find me uh, On Twitter at Clipout Crystal And you can also find me on the bike At Clipout Crystal
0: And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert Or on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe You can follow the show on Facebook At Facebook.com slash The Clipout So uh, I believe that's everything For this episode Thanks for tuning in and until next time Keep peddling. Come on and take a ride with me We know what you need